This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. So we're coming to you remotely. I miss you, Sam. I miss you too. Yes, we had some unforeseen events happen and it's Passover. Yeah, so you're home and and what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm helping my mom cook. Um, I set the entire table and then she looked at it and told me that it's wrong. I put all the silverware in the wrong places. So I had to restart because I simply did not know the correct way. That tracks. Yeah, you have to go, you do like smaller on the outside to the inside, right? Ryan, I didn't know. And I've eaten like half of her like gefilte fish and I already had a matzo ball and I'm so full and I have two satyrs to go do and I'm just, you know, Jewish stress, Jewish stress. (laughs) Someone's never worked in a restaurant and it shows. Oh, hey, shots fired. Do you think, are any of the characters in Riverdale Jewish? You know what? Are any of the characters in Riverdale Jewish? I think maybe the St. Clairs, maybe the mother was Jewish, then married and converted. Oh, that would, yeah, that would make sense. But aside Because we know that, Veronica is Roman Catholic, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I don't think many of them are Jews. Yeah, or religious, period. No, I don't think so. Maybe we have like a secret serpent that's like a Jew, but who knows? Yeah, <laughs> they just worship the Gargoyle King. Ugh, I Which know. Uh, he's he's back in a big way this week. Oh, he is back, and you know what? He was very spooky this week. He's always spooky, but the fact that we don't know if he's fake or real or drugs or whatever, like it's just like it's a scary looking thing. Yeah, especially the uh, people reacting to the bad batch of G this week. G. Oh, okay. Let's talk about G. So G is a um a version of Fizzle Rocks that's like more intense, more extreme. At first, Ryan, I thought the G, I was like, okay, like, it's like, gee, it's gargoyle, whatever. But then yeah. I was thinking about it a little more. And okay. who right now is like the maven between the behind the drug trade? Gladys, Gladys. right? Mm-hmm. So what if Gladys is the G? Oh, oh, G for Gladys. Sam, yes. that's some good thinking. I, You know what? I, I mean, it seems likely because she seems to be that drug queen behind all of it. And... I mean, it's very dangerous. It's like when the fentanyl was in, um, like, cocaine and people died. That's similar to this. Yeah, to like brush their teeth. Yeah. I mean, they're going, they're going crazy. Crazy. I thought at first I was like, what sort of like it was like full Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. This guy, he was like a rabid animal at the Maple Club. I know, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen people messed up on a cocktails of drugs i've never quite seen this reaction no and we've never seen it this bad in riverdale so it's it's pretty scary stuff it's an epidemic yeah well before the hiatus we left off with baby teeth uh getting killed yeah (laughs) Uh, by removing his teeth which seems like a weird way to die especially for someone named baby teeth (laughs) yeah it's a little on the nose riverdale i know unless the killer is the tooth fairy like who would want the teeth what would you get from the Tooth Fairy? 20 bucks. I was always, I was always, wait, how much? 20 bucks. What? They knew it was my parents. So, I mean, this is an agent in training. I was negotiating every time. They'd leave me like five and I'm like, can the, and I'd, I'd leave the letter saying, can I get a little more? <laughs> <laughs> how about a 20? I can't believe you could get $20. What would you get? <laughs> like a dollar. <laughs> 
Oh, but there were, there were kids in my class who would get 20s. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you, how can you pretend this fairy is real when there's such a, a, a difference in the amount we're getting paid? Babe, we all knew it wasn't real. We just knew how to negotiate a deal a little better. Sure. <laughs> I was yeah. very happy with my dollar. I'm, I'm very pleased. It really taught you the lessons of life. Uh, anyway, though, I feel like this episode really introduced, like, the real Gargoyle King is back. Yes. We've had so many fake ones, tall boy for a while, uh, red herrings all over the place. And uh, being that we're kind of in the the final bits of the season, I, I assume this is the real person that's back. Yes. And like we've been saying before, I think it's now we see the culmination of everything kind of coming together. We have the farm, we have the drugs, we have, um, you know, they're getting close to something and something is going to um, come to a solution and a final um, ending soon. And I think everything's going to kind of piece together, or at least I hope it does. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. (laughs) I got to throw a special shout out to Dr. Curdle this episode. Oh my God. He was iconic. Iconic. I mean- I don't know where Barbara Wallace is. I'm missing Anna Rose. But this gave me what I needed. The acting? His monologue, he goes, I thought I'd seen the true face of evil, but this, whoever did this, isn't even human. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can hear that voice on an audiobook. Yes, you can. We recorded our book, Riverdish, The Unauthorized Case Files of Riverdale, the audiobook. And we really give a lot of voices, a lot of um, committed acting. Yeah, if you liked that, get ready, buckle get ready. In. If you didn't, but also get a hard copy because there, mm-hmm. yeah, because there are lots of photos in the book that you should see. Yeah, actually, Ryan and I just had the chance to see the book um, and physically hold it in our hands, and it looks awesome. Yeah, the cover's like nice. It's like a perfect size to like bop in your bag for the beach. You can read on the subway. Your parents yeah, are. It, yeah, it feels so nice. Your lover's bed. Yeah, anywhere you want. Maybe even at a boxing tournament. Oh, okay. Let's go to the boxing tournament. So Ellie yeah, goes so back. Julian! I lo- I'm very happy that Elio keeps coming back. Me too. And we actually got the um, the initiation of becoming a cast member on Riverdale was complete for Elio because we got to see him shirtless. Thank Nana Rose. Thank Nana Rose. Julian, you look great. Yeah, he was in a steam room and, and Hermione walk. Oh, sorry, Veronica walks in, uh, and they work out that they're going to host the tournament in Archie's gym, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we have that whole storyline. I gotta be. What really? What what was the point of that? Um, that's an excellent question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Besides some like fun fighting. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm not certain what the point was but we know that um mad dog comes back and kind of warns and um archie that people are juicing with the g yeah and the, it was scary there for a minute when this guy turns around and he's really he was really gonna go after archie but god bless archie andrews like talk about most improved yeah i agree also my biggest fear happened in this episode i think like this happens like in sports particularly boxing or wrestling but that like public weigh-in oh can you imagine? Oh, I know. I literally, like, I couldn't ask for anything worse in my life. They were, like, good weights, too. That seemed low. I mean, they're muscly guys, you know? I know. Although, body weight always confuses me. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm, I'm like, 
I'm fluctuating like, every day. Yeah, I'm like, I weigh that much. And I'm like, I do not look like that. No. <laughs> Ugh. Don't count calories. Don't weigh yourself, people. Everyone is beautiful. Well, I was saying that. That was big of you to say. I tell myself that every day. I learned it in therapy. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're putting it to use. Yes. But okay, let's uh, so go to meanwhile, Betty. Let's shift to Betty. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was a weird storyline, too. <laughs> yeah, because we have Betty. <laughs> Guys, I've had a cough for the past month and a half. I just can't shake it. I don't know what's happening. So <laughs> excuse me for coughing. But so Betty is still fully Nancy Drewing the farm. She found out that her mom thinks that she can see Charles. She found out that Cheryl thinks that she's seeing Jason, and she knows that something's amiss. Yeah, so the way she tries to solve this is by proving to those people that their loved ones are dead. Yeah. So she brings Alice to a fake grave site for Charles, which is definitely rude of a daughter to do to your mother. Yes, and then she has... Tony shows Cheryl the video of Jason being shot by his own father. Yeah, and she's like, why are you showing this to me? And I get that they're in a cult. I get that it's serious. Uh, there, there have to be better ways. There has to be better ways. and But also it shows how strong the farm is because despite these two methods, nothing's changing. Yeah, I was obsessed too when Alice finally, you know, she realized it was a fake grave and then Betty knocks her out and handcuffs her in the bunker. Yeah. And then and she was remember like how what happened? And she goes, Oh, don't worry, mom, it's just chlorophyll foam. <laughs> yeah, like no big deal. Not to mention how many people have had sex on that bed. Oh yeah, that to bring your mom there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little psycho. Yeah. But you know what, Ryan? Alice, what? you know, Betty's still snooping on um hot Chad Michael Murray's mike in the farm and she she realizes that alice is terrified of her she knows that i mean listen alice married a serial killer she's been through a lot of shit and she's saying i'm scared of my own daughter like she is really dark as well yeah i mean you can relate you just messed up the passover table yeah listen i really my darkness is is in me and i i accept it and you know what betty accepted it too and she lets her mom go back to the farm yeah and do you think there's something romantic going on between chad michael murray and alice no i have a lot of knowledge about cults because duh and honestly a cult figure you know a figurehead of a cult i think every single person in that cult is in love with them because yeah. it's a method of manipulation. It's a way to get people to obey you. And I think that, you know, it's it's psycho manipulation. And I don't think they're actually like romantically involved. I just think that she sees him as like a, a, a deity, like a, you know, this God like figure. Yeah, that makes sense. Nonetheless, though, Alice still like officially files for divorce. Yes. Hal. And a deal is struck between Hal and Betty. Hal decides to sign the divorce papers if Betty can help him get out of prison. Yeah, I mean, sure, right? Sure. Like, well, how could how could Betty do that? He he's a serial killer. Yes, yes, he is. But I think <laughs> Betty is—I don't know—I think that her judgment is so lapsed because she doesn't know what to do. You know, her family is divided like she said she said to her mom like you're alice cooper like you're alice smith you bought the house on like maple lane and like look at you now 
Yeah, welcome to our house on Maple Avenue. <laughs> Telephone wire. Anyway. So we have the cult going on. We also got that. I loved the uh, the cult students walking through the hallway. Obsessed. And they're all white slow-mo. Yeah. Poor I Kevin know. Keller is really. I, in the back. I know. I know. This little lover. Obsessed. And then we also, so Tony's also conflicted because she knows that Cheryl isn't seeing Jason. Like we know what's going on. But we also see Tony really loves her and Cheryl tells her she's told she has to choose between Jason and Tony. And then instead of that, Tony's like, well, you can have both. And then we get that walk again with Tony in all white in it. And then we learn that Tony is snooping for Betty. Yeah, she's a Hercules Mulligan spy on the inside. (laughs) Yes, she is. So I, I mean, maybe Tony will be the one to save them all. Who knows? Yeah, I'd almost love an episode of like just the cult. Me too. Like the maybe coming up. Like yeah, let's figure that out. It's such a mystery to me right now. And yeah, we so know we kind that- of got like a tiny bit of backstory with just um, Edgar saying how he found the cult. But we wanted. I want to see like the you know. I want to see him recruiting people. I want to see the actual farm. I want to see Polly there with her kids. Like I want to see all of it. Yeah. Like, are there animals? Are there? Is are it, there animals? Is it all McDonald's? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But then, you know, we end the episode and Jughead's getting close and figuring out the G is the problem. They find Kurtz and they do a whole like, you know, sting operation to track him down, FP and Jug. Yeah. Basically, like that was sort of their whole mission this episode, right? They were on the hunt for Kurtz. They find him outside of the fight. Mm -hmm. That was creepy when they finally got him. Like and he smiles. Yeah. I'm obsessed. That's what I would do. You know, it, I, it was very Lindsay Lohan in her mugshot, you know, like smiling. <laughs> like you got very me. Very much so. Yeah. And Countess Luann. Oh, and Countess Luann. Like, mm-hmm. Suckers. Like, <laughs> I love it. And it turns um, out that Jellybean has gotten roped into Griffins and Gargoyles. Yeah. Jellybean's like, not no surprise. No. No surprise. And this sucks even more because Jellybean is a gla- an ally of Gladys and... You know, I think all of Alice, uh, sorry, all of Gladys's little minions are clearly now turning, and the family's not safe. Yeah, but I wonder if I feel like Gladys must be in a little bit with the Gargoyle King. You think? I think so. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, picture Gladys scared of the Gargoyle King. No, you know what? I that makes sense to me because also like this Gargoyle thing, Gargoyle King started when. Gladys got back into town and you got to think about like these, these players that are dropping in when danger starts and thinking about your suspects. You got yeah, Edgar, and, if you got this, and the Fizzle Rocks trade is so intertwined with the game. Yeah. Like, I think so, they, they help each other. hundred percent. And what were you saying about like people that were high on Fizzle Rocks seeing the Gargoyle King? We know that's not true anymore because of a couple episodes ago, someone saw him. But now Jellybean, you know, was like a 14-year-old girl. And to our knowledge, she wasn't doing anything and she saw him. Yeah. What do we think is going to happen with Jellybean? I think that she is going to be used as like a ransom hostage situation in some sort. Uh, That would make sense. Yeah. And FP and Jughead have to decide like whether to save this. I mean, the girl's a monster. I'd let her go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just in time for Easter, am I right? <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Imagine Easter at the farm. 
Oh, I'm, yeah, I'd be down. That was a pause. Not down. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I'm, no, I was really imagining it. I mean, just like everybody in white, and then like maybe there were animals, and we're all just like, oh, happy Easter. And then Chad Michael Murray like leads a like a sermon. I don't even know what happens on Easter, but like I imagine that. <laughs> do you think they do an egg hunt? I would die. Oh my God, listeners, Ryan and I just went to an egg hunt, a naughty egg hunt this week. Yeah. And I, 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 <laughs> I want a vibrator. Ryan won a vibrator. I haven't and used I was it yet. one of the losers. So I had to dance on stage with a with a middle aged man. <laughs> you did well. I did well. And that's where we'll leave you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, another crazy episode. Uh, again, we apologize for the, you know, we're, we're keeping it nice and brief here. You know, tonight it's just family, ladies, uh, being the holiday weekend, all the stuff with the book. Uh, a lot of stuff's been going on. But next week we're going to be a back to normal, a return to yeah. form. We have a great guest next week. Yeah. And we hope you all pre-order the book. We're getting close to publication date. Yeah, let us, like, send us receipts. Uh, and oh, I'm so excited for the book to come out and to hear from you guys. Yes, it's really fun, and we think you guys are all going to love it. We know we do. Yeah, stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> stay safe, and happy Easter and happy Passover. Yes, bye, River Vixens. Perfect.